You know, I've noticed lately, everybody has an opinion. And I, you know, when I was young, it wasn't that way, you know? People would have maybe, I don't know, six opinions, you know? Sometimes you meet a guy, he'd have eight opinions. You'd go, God damn, that guy's opinionated. But about six opinions, that'd be about, and most of them were about food, you know? Uh, that is Norm MacDonald from his final comedy special called Nothing Special. Look, we all know the saying, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and they all stink. Well, to make matters worse, we live in a world these days where opinions are thrown around like confetti at a gender reveal party. In the age of the internet, everybody has an opinion about, well, every damn thing. And what's worse, they feel like you deserve to hear it. (laughs) Your mechanic is an expert on the ongoing Israeli-Palestinian conflict because he saw a video on YouTube. Your aunt is a nutrition expert because she saw a Facebook post about the benefits of celery juice first thing in the morning. Look, the quantity of information now available does not make us smarter by virtue of it being accessible. In fact, it it dilutes the quality of information. It seems like everyone has something to say about everything now, whether they're qualified to or not. And that's kind of absurd. You used to have to go to medical school for 12 years to have a worthwhile opinion about vaccines. And now you just scroll through Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, for about 10 minutes on the toilet and you suddenly know everything you need to know about it. Somewhere along the line of the internet becoming an integral thing in all of our lives, we developed this misled notion that just because we can have an opinion on something, that we should. I'm gonna go out on a limb here with this, with my opinion. Yes, I am fully aware of the irony My opinion that people need to have fewer opinions. That's the focus of this end sandwich. And I know I'm right about this. You can't see me, but I'm waving a condescending fist in the air on this one. You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor-turned-Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring, and influential people, or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. The thing is, the more opinions you have, the less room you leave for learning growth, and, well, intelligence. Look, I get it. We all want to feel smart and informed. We want to believe that our take on everything is spot on. But in doing so, we often limit our potential to actually become smarter. Some of you may be familiar with something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect is named after two social psychologists who first described it in a 1999 research paper called Unskilled and Unaware of It, 
how difficulties in recognizing one's own incompetence lead to inflated self-assessments. That paper, which has long since been peer-reviewed, tested, and pretty much universally accepted, shed light on the cognitive bias people with low abilities have and that they tend to overestimate their ability or knowledge about a subject. In other words, the less people know, oddly enough, the more sure of themselves they are that they know what the hell they're talking about. (laughs) I know. That is some crazy town, batshit crazy stuff. But it's true. It's the paradox of blatant ignorance. The less you know, the more you think you know. It works in the opposite direction as well. That is, those with high ability and knowledge and expertise tend to underestimate their own competence. Here's a little more salt and lemon juice in this societal wound. People who suffer from the Dunning-Kruger effect on the low end of the totem pole there, who, who don't know much but are so self-assured that they do, are often completely unaware of their own incompetence. They confidently march forward oblivious to the gaps in their knowledge, like driving a car with a blindfold on at night. (laughs) But when you actually possess a deep understanding on a subject, you tend to underestimate your competence. Why? Well, because you're more aware of the complexities and nuances of that topic, and it humbles you. So let's break down what I'm proposing here. Why exactly does intentionally having fewer opinions make you smarter? Well, first, it forces you to ask questions. When you don't have a fixed opinion on a subject, you're more likely to ask questions and seek understanding. Curiosity becomes your compass. And that, my friends, is the gateway to to knowledge. Secondly, it opens the door to multiple perspectives multiple possibilities of truth, multiple solutions to problems. When you're not clinging to your own opinion, you become more receptive to the thoughts and ideas of others. This diversity of thought can lead to a deeper understanding of of complex issues. And third, it reduces bias. Holding on to strong opinions makes us stubborn and resistant to change. I won't delve into politics here. I prefer to not mix my politics with my zen, or my sandwiches for that matter, but the extreme wings of either end of the political spectrum, from conservatism to liberalism, exude this aspect of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Often, they're oozing with it, totally unwilling to compromise or admit other possibilities and solutions than their own. But by letting go of some of those beliefs, you can become more open-minded, less judgmental, and better at separating your emotions from facts. Now, I can imagine some of you thinking, but Mark, aren't opinions at least somewhat important? Don't they define who we are, our personality? Look, if that's in your head, I'm glad you're questioning what I have to say to some extent. You're already on the right path to truth and intelligence. Sure, having some opinions is important, but it's about finding the right balance. You can have a few well-informed opinions, 
like Norm McDonald was saying at the beginning, I have about six. <laughs> but you should also be willing to update them when presented with new information. That's what makes you adaptable and in the long run, smarter. So what's the Zen in all this? The Zen is that considering this Dunning-Kruger effect on folks, well, it, it offers a valuable lesson about the nature of self-awareness, humility, and the pursuit of wisdom. With that goal of awareness, humility, and wisdom in mind, here's your five minutes in. What can you do to start having fewer opinions and ultimately be smarter? Well, first, as I mentioned, practice humility. Recognize that you don't know everything. And that's okay. Being humble allows you to embrace the unknown and learn from it. Being an expert in something isn't just about the quantity of stuff you know about a topic. It also includes knowing what not to pay attention to. The truth is, the vast majority of the time, nobody has any idea what they're talking about. Let that sink in. <laughs> Begin to acknowledge everyone's, including your own, limitations. And look, it's okay to not know everything. I make traditional Japanese paper called washi with my wife here in Japan. That's a highly, highly specialized thing. Do I know more about it than you do? Probably. Do I know everything about washi? <laughs> Not by a long shot. I teach English in my home to Japanese people. I teach grammar, vocabulary, idioms. Does that mean I know everything there is to know about the English language? Obviously not. I make mistakes all the time. And I frequently tell my students, hey, I'm not sure about the spelling of this word. Let me go check that. Or, I don't know. I don't know why go becomes went when we make it past tense. Instead of just adding ed on the end and making it goad like the way other verbs generally work. I don't know why it's that way. And I was an attorney for 10 years. Do I know everything about U.S. law? <laughs> Hell no. I worked primarily in two areas, criminal law as a prosecutor and civil practice in the area of securities law, which essentially means I know a bit about contract law. So I always roll my eyes or shrug my shoulders a bit when friends or people I don't even know ask me about their divorce or child custody issues. I'm like, look, dude, I, that's family law. Did I study some family law in law school? Sure. But asking me a family law question is like asking your podiatrist a proctology question. With all of that said, let me now counterbalance it with something. And balance is key, so key to everything. Credentials do matter. With a caveat. I know this is getting confusing. The caveat being, of course, that you can always find some fringe nut job, MD, JD, that's me, or PhD. Some of them are nut jobs out there who are, are just somehow out on a limb spouting crazy theories to boost their YouTube numbers or for whatever reason. Recognize there's always some crazy person out there. See them for what they are. Exceptions, anomalies. But in general, credentials do matter. They should. 
You should actually respect your doctor's advice over your Aunt Becky, who still believes the devil puts messages in records or cassette tapes when you play them backwards. (laughs) You should actually give a little more credibility to, well, me with a JD, an actual law degree, if talking about U.S. constitutional law over some truck driver on Twitter. Nothing against truck drivers. I mean, look, I can't do what he does or she does. I can't drive an 18-wheeler. I don't, I don't even begin to pretend to know the intricacies involved in that. I can barely park uh, my wife and uh, my, my little Honda. But when they tweet something and simply say that X, Y, or Z is, quote, uh, that's unconstitutional, without offering you any information about where it says that in the Constitution, which amendment, or which Supreme Court case determined that, you should wonder if they've even read the Constitution or know the difference between the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Credentials do matter. Are they the be-all, end-all? No, but they do matter. Look, it's a confusing world we live in now. It's amplified by the abundance of BS and conspiracy theories all over the Internet. It can be overwhelming to know who to trust. Look at it this way. You could take any opinion right now. You could just make one up right now. Plug it into Google or somewhere on the internet, and you will find someone to support that opinion, no matter what it is or how silly it is. That's a dangerous thing. So what am I saying? I'm saying have less opinions. And always be open to changing your mind. Far too few people are willing to do this last thing. Don't be afraid to admit when you're actually wrong or when new information challenges your existing beliefs. True intelligence is about adapting and evolving. It's a fascinating and ultra-frustrating paradox, folks. But the less attached you are to your opinions, the smarter and more informed you become. Remain curious. Thanks for listening. If you got something out of the show today, please help the show with a small donation. Three bucks, five bucks. It really makes my day. Uh, It really helps keep the show going. And if you email me, let me know that you did that. I'll send you a handmade washi postcard with a personalized message on it to wherever you are in the world. You can donate through Red Circle, through the sponsor this podcaster button, wherever you're listening to this, or go to zensandwich.com. You could donate through PayPal or become a supporter through Patreon. Any of those methods work. I'm not going to lie to you folks. The show needs some help at the moment, and every little bit helps. I want to thank one of the sponsors I do have the show, MandateToElevate.com. You can see that in the show notes. Go there and check out what Mariah and Byron Edgington have going on. If you like what I have to say here, get their book called Journey Well, You're More Than Enough. Everything they talk about falls right in line with what I have to say here on this show. Anyway, life isn't about knowing everything or figuring it all out correctly. It's much, much more about being willing to learn something new every day. So embrace the subtle art of having fewer opinions. Do know one thing that isn't merely an opinion. It's important to breathe. So when in doubt about whether something is correct or not, hey, just breathe. Don't forget to breathe.